sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> so I thought it was a little interesting as uh, Lee had his children's lesson about mules. Incidentally, or coincidentally, I'm going to speak a little bit about mules myself. Um, not that I come from a background of running mules. Uh, we had tractors. But... I have a story, and this relates to my grandpa. And I think there's some here have actually told this story recently. Um, so, my grandpa, he he, uh, he told me this story years ago. He's now passed on. And he, as I recall it, he would have been like 9 or 10 years old. And he was out running a team of mules in the field. Not exactly sure what he was doing, but he was doing something out in the field. He lived in Pennsylvania. And, you know, it's a hot summer day. And apparently mules are notorious to having problems. Um, even though I don't know mules, that's what it seems I've always heard about them. But anyway, these mules, um, just like all of us would be on a hot summer day, began to lag and slow down, and just were not going as Grandpa thought they should. Now, Grandpa was a man that um, sitting idle or moving slow was not his thing. He liked to uh, keep things moving. And as a little boy, apparently a job in the field to do. I don't know what, what he was doing. I know they had a dairy farm. They farmed tobacco. They did uh, tomatoes. Um, but anyway, so he was out in the field as this boy running these mules, and they're slowing down, and he's getting tired of it. So his neighbor, which happened to have the day off and didn't have to work, was walking along the creek with his BB gun, shooting snakes, hunting snakes. So Grandpa thought that... <clears throat> um, by the way, I'm, I'm not trying to be a comedian here, but I'm just telling this story for the point I'm going to make. Um, Grandpa thought that maybe his uh, neighbor boy with the BB gun would be able to speed up the mules for him. So he hollered to his, his, the neighbor boy. He said, hey, could you zing these mules with your pellet gun? And uh, as you could imagine, his neighbor boy was probably quite willing to do that. So... Uh, Grandpa, of course, did not want to be the target, so he, uh, he bent over to get out of the way so he would not get hit, and the uh, neighbor boy saw his opportunity, and he shot Grandpa instead of the mules. So, and uh, anyway, so that's, so that's what happened, and I, I told that story recently, and I went away just thinking, like, how often are we like that neighbor boy? We, uh, 
we pick the wrong targets. Um, and so that's a little what I'm going to be talking about is my title would be called The Mules or the Driver. Um, and you could probably make up out of that, you know, with the incident Grandpa had. Um, so are we, what is going to be our choice, the mules or the driver? Um, the mules would equal the job at hand. That's the, the job at hand, or that's the mules. And the driver would be my brother or sister. Um, so that's, that's what the mules and the driver would equal. <clears throat> so I, I was thinking our, our words and actions are kind of like that BB gun. Um, how are we using them? Are we using them for the good or for the harm of others? Are we, um, are we helping Grandpa get his mules going or are we uh, taking advantage of Grandpa and giving him a sting? How do we treat one another? <clears throat> so we may all be... Um, Suffering under the same hot summer sun, one may be having a task to do, a job to do, and the other may be having a day of leisure. You know, we're in different places, different times. How are we going to help one another? So it would be helpful for us to remember, um, would it be helpful for the neighbor boy, as Galatians 6, 2 says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Um, so, Grandpa had a need, and the neighbor boy could have helped fill that. Um, I guess I'm not in- encouraging necessarily going shooting your animals to get them to go, but I think it would work. <clears throat> so, it's, it's very easy for us in our Christian walk to get this wrong. Are we going to aim at the mules or at the driver? We're a little like um, the Levite and the priest who's seen the, the person that had need along the road sometimes. And we would rather walk on by and go do our thing than to be like the Samaritan and take the time out of her day and, and lay some money down at the end to take care of this uh, ailing person. We would rather, you know, I'm, I'm guessing the Levi and the priest, they thought they had very important things to do. And this person on the side of the road was probably not worth their bother. And I, I have to admit, that's, uh, it seems that's not that far from home sometimes. <clears throat> so usually I think if we were honest, we'd rather be hunting snakes than helping our neighbor. Kind of like that neighbor boy. So Ephesians 4.32 says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. We should be kind one to another, tenderhearted, having a compassion and feeling the needs of others. A brother probably could use some encouragement at that moment. Hebrews 10, 24 says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Hebrews 12, 12 says, Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. Our brother or sister could probably use our support to lift up their hands rather than make their job more difficult. 
And I think that's often, um, you know, <clears throat> sometimes we can be very much like animals, unfortunately. I know on the back of the home farm, we had a hog finishing lot or barn where we finished hogs in. And one thing I noticed there that once a hog was sick or injured, it seemed they all ganged up after that one hog until they killed it. Um, so we need to, as believers, do the opposite and to lift up the hands that are hanging down and not make it more difficult. <clears throat> Galatians 5.13 says, For brethren, ye, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. <clears throat> so, as in this case with my grandpa, the neighbor, we need to realize that we are both under the same oppressive sun. We both had the same challenges. Um, the one had to work and the one could go hunting, but they both had to deal with the hot summer sun. They both had a, you could say, maybe a common enemy. I don't know if it's an enemy, but um, in a hot day, it may feel that way. <clears throat> so we often, and, and my thought is just to realize, um, just to, and I think it helps me a lot, is just to realize that we all have a common enemy, that we are equal in that way. We often get this wrong because we forget we have an enemy of our soul. Who is this enemy? This enemy is common across all nationalities, cultures, races, and religions. The person in China, Russia, Africa, India, South America, and the whole world, as well as the neighbor living next to you, all have the same enemy of their soul. In this, we have something in common with every human being. And I think um, sometimes it seems we came to, uh, I know we don't, we wouldn't profess to do that or say that we do that, but we have a, I don't know if it's a case system, unspoken, unknown, and yet it's there. Um, but just to realize that we all, it doesn't matter um, what religion you are, what country you're from, what color skin, uh, the language you speak, uh, the culture you come from, we all have a common enemy of our soul. <clears throat> so, Hopefully these thoughts can chime together for you and you can uh, make something out of it. We only experience contention when we believe that we are better than others and not equals. And this is interesting uh, when, you, when you ever encounter it with contention. Proverbs 13.10 says, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. And you know, I was just thinking that um, we allow contention because we think that we are better than the one we are contending with. It's the only way. Proverbs says, only by pride cometh contention. <clears throat> so 
So who is our enemy and who is the savior of our soul, of all mankind? And uh, John 10, here Jesus says, Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So there you have it. There is our common enemy. And Jesus continues, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. <clears throat> so we're equal to each person on the earth in that we have a common enemy, the devil, and a common savior, Jesus Christ, that has come to save them as well as us. So I don't know what, what that does to you, but for me it's just to view anybody I meet on the street they have an equal enemy to me. They have the same Savior that is available to me. In that way, they are equal. I'm not better than them, um, but we are equal. It just, um, hopefully you can connect the thought that, that we can feel our brother's need realizing that we are equal. And not hinder him or her <clears throat> in the process. The enemy of our soul, the devil, would want us to believe that our real enemy is things and or people. And I think you can identify with that. It seems when whenever there's contention, it's a thing or it's that person. It's, um, if you've ever dealt with children, you know that's typically how it can come back. Um, if there's contention, it's someone's fault or it is that thing that caused it. <clears throat> too often we can become distracted with the focus on things, whether to have or not to have. Um, I think that's, that's a challenge that we as believers and churches face, whether to have or not to have can be a very distracting and yet at times necessary discussion. <clears throat> so as, a, as the boy choosing between aiming at the mules or the driver, we often focus on things or each other and not on what will bring a profitable forward movement. <clears throat> Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, human beings, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against higher powers that resist us. <clears throat> We are not to wrestle against people, but against the evil forces that work to destroy our souls for all eternity. 
So where should our focus be to further the job at hand? The mules or the driver? <clears throat> so if you have the opportunity, where are you going to shoot? <clears throat> so I thought as... Um, since it is the beginning of the first year, oh, by, by the way, welcome to 2023. <clears throat> Some people like to make New Year's resolutions, and uh, I guess I haven't made it a point to do that, but it'd be a good practice. And I was just thinking as, you know, as we begin a new year, especially with, you know, the topic I was thinking of, how do we... Do we aim at the mules or at the driver? So I have two suggestions for a New Year's resolution. And it would actually be scriptures. The first suggestion would be Matthew 22, 36 through 40. And here, I'm trying to think who asked the question, but it was, Master, which is a great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And I guess what I would like to pull out of that is where it says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. You can make that a New Year's resolution. The beginning of a new year. <clears throat> it seems that when our ship faces distress and difficulty, that one of the first things that gets thrown overboard is our fervent love for God and one another. I might be wrong on that. Um, but it just seems that way, that um, when our ship starts rocking, those may be the first things we throw overboard, um, but yet it's our most important thing. As it said here, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. To love the Lord with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and to love our neighbor as ourself. <clears throat> So I've often thought in Revelations 2.4 says, and I'm just taking a snippet out of there, where speaking to the churches, he says, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Um, I think uh, that is something that's often in a need of revival in our hearts, at least in mine. We may think that losing our first love must mean our love toward God grows cold. But as we just read, the second is like unto it. I believe subsequently our love toward our neighbor will also grow cold. So are we seeking to better our neighbor by... Uh, Speeding up his mules, or are we uh, aiming at the neighbor himself? <clears throat> John fifteen twelve says, This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. 
First Peter 1, 22 says, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, seeking each other's good. So, um, and my second suggestion for New Year's resolution is Philippians 4, 8. As we think of our brother, our sister, our neighbor, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So that, that's a good filter when you look at your brother and at your sister to run it through that filter. And that would be a good resolution. When you view your brother, you think whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise to think on those things. So I'm about to wrap it up here, Earl. So um, let's learn from the neighbor boy's mistake. When we go to pull the trigger, let's make sure that we are aiming at the mules, the job at hand, and not at the driver of the mules, our brother or sister. <clears throat> so again. Um, what should our New Year's resolution be? Again, these are suggestions. As there in Matthew, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And the next one. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So I hope you can find that as an encouragement. Um, Learn from the neighbor boy and his BB gun. Not to aim at your brother, but to rather seek to better and to help him in his work. God bless you.